welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 267, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, hope you're doing good, whatever day it is, whatever time of day it is. Hope you are doing really, really awesome. Uh, I, I don't know if you're like me. Uh, so, Patty and I have been married for 23 years, and I still get a kick out of uh, when I fix something. Uh, I, 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 the, here's a really interesting, like a really interesting fact uh, for for women listening to this podcast. Men are just grown up boys. I get the same thrill of fixing something. Uh, as I did today, as I did when I was a kid. And by the way, I'm still looking for some form of like, way to go, buddy. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to always, you know, look, I get a good grade or I did something or, or I fixed something in the house or whatever. And, and, or look, I cleaned my room and, you know, I always wanted my mom to come in and go, wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, well, today, uh, we have this back door. It's a French door and, uh, it's just not been locking. It's been a whole thing. Patty hasn't felt safe. And, and actually this is total like gokey, janky, way of fixing things but like it wasn't locking correctly so we were taking a rope and like kind of loop doing a figure eight in between the handles so if anyone tried to break in at night uh no one would do that so uh because to replace the door is like outrageously expensive so i did a bunch of research and today i was victorious i fixed this door and I was so proud of myself. And I, I think, I truly think Patty was proud of me too. Like she was just like, thank you. This is so great. And I felt like a million bucks. I felt like a million dollars. And I was like, I'm just a grown up kid. Like I, 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 I just wanted her so bad to go, you did a good job. Look at you. Like you're, you're, you do matter here in this home. Like it's so great. Like it was great. So today was like a great win day for Jeff Gokey. Like conquered the door. Conquered a few things today actually. So I split some wood that we were having some hard time splitting wood. Like Cooper got home from work and was like, man, you crushed today. I was like, I kind of did. I kind of crushed today. So anyway, I hope you're crushing today. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are, <laughs> whatever you're doing, or if, or if you're about to go into tomorrow, go crush tomorrow. Like, get after it. It's so awesome. I don't know what it is, but in the last, I don't know, probably the last week, I have felt like, man, I, I'm feeling more like myself. I feel like I'm moving in a really positive direction. I'm like, I don't know, feel a little more focused. So it's been a good week for me. And I know for a lot of you that you've had really good weeks. I also know for a bunch of you, it's been a really hard, hard week. Um, and I think that's the hope. The hope is like, just don't lean into that despair. When it's hard, when it's difficult, when you're like, oh man, because there is going to be a day. Um, and for me, you know, it's like, there is going to be a week. You know, for me, it was like, man, it felt like a decade of like, jeez. Like, this just doesn't stop. Like, hard, you know? And uh, But this week was a really good week and got a lot done. So, anyway. Hey, thanks for listening. I always love it. I just appreciate the fact there's a bunch of you out there listening. And, and I continue to get feedback from people about how it's helpful and how the podcast is helpful. And, and that means a lot to me. So, thank you so much for those of you who hit me up. And 
Uh, I really do appreciate it. And uh, and then thank you for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, uh, com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Really, really appreciate it. And then don't forget, you can go buy the devotional, Front Porch Devotional, 10 bucks at Amazon. If you want to get that, you can absolutely do that. Okay, into our passage. Again, this was another passage I was like, I have for sure done this passage, you know, because there's these passages that are like central to a lot of how I preach and the things that I really love to teach on. And I'm like, I've never done a podcast on on this particular verse. So I'm really excited to do this passage today. Uh, and it is Colossians 1.27. To them... God chose to make known uh, how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. I'll read it again. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Um, I actually debated on whether to tell this story, but I, I really think it's it, it's important as it relates to uh, this particular passage. But, you know, Patty and I, and this is, again, it's like a more of a personal kind of thing, but like, you know, Patty and I really committed uh, ourselves to purity. Uh, we did that both through high school and we did that through college. And as we were dating, we really committed to saying, hey, um, we think it's a kind of a beautiful thing to have two people who have never been with anyone else. And so both Patty and I uh, were virgins uh, when we got married. And so as we moved to that wedding date, the excitement of this union between her and I just continued to build and build and build. The excitement of the wedding night would build and build and build. Um, and it was this moment for both Patty and I of just, um, I really believe this kind of faithfulness to following after what we felt like God, this conviction that we both felt. And then on the wedding night, in consummation, thanking God, really thanking God for this gift, this gift that we were able to give uh, to one another, but more this gift that he had given to us. Um, and and uh, as husband and wife, that I don't have to compare my wife with anyone. She doesn't have to compare me with anyone. And what a beautiful, beautiful gift that is, that there is this union that happens on a wedding night. And it's part of the beauty of what a wedding is, is that there is consummation. And within in the, in the Christian tradition, that consummation, we believe, is most beautiful and most holy when the two just wait in anticipation uh, for that wedding night. And uh, this, this passage for me uh, brings about so many thoughts as it, around, uh, as it relates to this particular passage. And this is honestly kind of the, the, basically the core of Pastor's Paul, uh, Pastor Paul's teaching. You know, he says, do you know that Christ is in you? And not just to the Jews, right? But no, 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 but to the Gentiles. And hold on, hold on, to the whole world, to the whole world. He loved the whole world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him won't perish, but have everlasting life. 
do you know that everything has changed? This is what Paul's trying to say. Everything has changed. The world you knew before is now different because of some sort, uh, because of, of, of some sort of life circumstance, but not because of some sort of life circumstance, but because we've been reconciled to God to the God of the universe as a result of Jesus's death and resurrection. This is what Paul is getting after. And this is the gospel. This is good news that we were separated from God, but now are reconciled with him. And if this is true, and it is, It's as true, I believe this with my whole heart, it's as true as the air that you breathe. Why is it? Why is it that it doesn't seem to transform the way we live our lives? Like this mystery, this beauty, this glory, all everything about this good news. If we really believe it's true, and it is true. Why isn't it transforming? What Paul is trying to explain to these people and to the to the Colossians, to the people in Colossae, and, and to us as well, is that that we are no longer like there's no separation between God and us because of sin. Like there's no separation. Jesus drew near to us. That's why Jesus says this. Jesus is like, look, abide in me. And I'll abide in you. That right there, that is powerful, powerful relational language, powerful relational language. And you know, you know, for most of my life, and I and I think as I, I think about this passage in Colossians, and I think about uh, John fifteen, that's the abide passage. You know, I think for most of my life, like I was like a good soldier, like. Yes, sir. No, sir. Tell me what to do and I'll do it, sir. Um, and and I, I believe I was a faithful kind of follower of Jesus. But that's just not what Paul's talking about. It's not what Jesus is talking about. Paul is using consummation language. That's why I gave the illustration that I gave. Consummation language. Union language. Christ in you. This means that a relationship with Jesus is so much more, so much more than just following him. It's so much deeper than that. There's so much more life in it. There's so much more strength in it. There's so much more power in it. And yet, for so many of us, we continue to struggle with this. And what Paul is trying to say is like, no, 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 look. This, this reality, Christ in you, consummation with Christ is the hope of glory. The hope of glory. This is what the whole thing is about, right? And, and, and I think that as I just work through this passage and as I preach this passage over and over, I'm like, we're missing out. So many of us are missing out. At times, I'm missing out. I'm missing out. I'm missing out. You know, the depth of that relationship is a reality that we have access to. That consummating promise, we have access to it. Like, you can take it to the bank. It is a reality. 
And that reality, it is glorious. This is what Paul is trying to awaken our souls, awaken our minds to. It's so important. It's life-changing. It's, it will alter everything about you. And I don't know about you, but I've come to understand this truth. The longer I'm alive, so this year, next couple months, I'll turn 45. And what I've understand, come to understand, and the longer I've come to know Jesus, is that no one, no one, absolutely no one, not even Patty, not even my wife, can love me the way the Lord offers to love me. That our consummation here on earth as two physical people pales in comparison to the reality of what it is to be in a consummating relationship with the God of the universe. And for some of you, that might make you really nervous. That language may be hard. Some of you have gone through some really, really painful things, and the idea of union with God is terrifying. But what ends up happening is people keep running around this world trying to get filled up by a bunch of other things, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I meet with people every single day who are trying to find union in all these other things, and they are soul sick. They're tired because the one who has their life and their heart in his hand is waiting for them. He's at this door, and he's like knocking 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 you gonna let me in you gonna let me in because there's more to life i promise you there's more to life than you could ever imagine and what is interesting as we start working through and thinking through this idea of consummating relationship with the lord is that there are no limits there are no boundaries. There are no, are no insecurities, right? There is no more sin because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Nothing, nothing, nothing can separate you from that love, from that union. But, and this is important, but I can make a conscious decision to keep Jesus on the outside of that door. And he patiently waits and patiently knocks and draws you. He's drawing you into himself. And this is where, as we go to Jesus, it's like, why did Jesus go to the cross? Because union with the Father moved him to action. Jesus is the one who displays to us what this union looks like. Father, Son, Spirit in complete unity moving forward in what God the Father is asking them to do. Because Christ in us changes all of us. All of us. And so the question is just very simple. What is preventing you from experiencing union, a consummating relationship with Christ? What is preventing you? Really get honest with that. I, I would encourage you. It's something I come back to quite often, and it's a really, really important question to work through. Father God, <laughs> uh, the language around the scriptures is that you are the lover of our souls. It draws us in union with you. 
and you delight in us. And we are learning to delight in you. Spirit, keep beckoning us and calling us. Draw us in to your very nature so that we may experience all that you have for us. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time.